Hope everybody's doing okay. Today's episode is episode five, Relationship Status, and we have my cousin Lisa here. Lisa, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi guys, I'm Lisa. I'm Alexis's cousin. And yeah. <laughs> Ashley's sister. <laughs> yeah, let's not forget that part. I am Ashley's sister. The older one, of course. Yeah. The eldest. The eldest child. <laughs> Good God. I am the eldest child, too, though. Yeah. I forget sometimes. Yeah. Family. <laughs> That's why the last episode was family. is like butt cheeks. <laughs> Well, today we're talking relationships. This was an episode that you picked out. You wanted this topic. So. (laughs) Guys, guys, women, men, ladies and gents, relationship status. I will, relationships in general, I guess you can say, but man, isn't it difficult to get into a relationship nowadays? Because, whew. It's been a whopping four years for me. (laughs) She's been four years single. But you had a pretty long relationship prior. So you have the capabilities of a long-term relationship. For sure. A lot of forgiveness. A lot of communication. But I feel like people nowadays aren't really into that. Or they're just more on the surface level rather than being on a vulnerable level. Or on a deeper level. And it's just such an odd generation for me right now. Or during this time, I guess. But because everyone's really into hookup culture at the moment. So I don't know. Yeah, we'll definitely get into hookup culture later. I think that's a big thing. Um, but let's talk, I guess, right here. Um, the seven-year itch. Your past relationship was seven years, right? Right. I don't know if everybody out there has heard of the seven-year itch. I've never heard of that until recently. (laughs) I always thought it was three or five, but I've never heard of the seven. But hey, you know, I've heard great news about him, and I found out that he's getting married or he's engaged. So, you know, congratulations if you're hearing this. (laughs) (laughs) No, they they look so they look so good together and honestly I'm really happy too as long as everybody's happy yeah I'm actually very happy for him and very excited for him he deserves all the love in the world so I won't take that away from him yeah I think if you know let's explain the seven-year itch really quick it's pretty much when you hit seven years in your relationship and it's kind of like you can either keep going or you can end things and that can either be disagreeances or wondering what is to come next and being kind of I wouldn't I don't want to say like clueless about your future but honestly like probably at some point you hit a lack of communication it happens in every single relationship you get kind of comfortable and then you're just kind of like well what are we what are we gonna do now I think what it has to do with you know maturity levels or career wise like a lot of people were going through a different not a lot of people, but I mean, for instance, my situation or my relationship during that time, I started a business and I was more fixated on my business. I didn't really take the time to really like go on dates with him or communicate with him. So yeah, I can definitely say 
there was some issues there, but, or, you know, I did, I can take fault. <laughs> no, it's, it's okay. It makes sense. You know, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, me and Cody, we, we hit that seven-year itch, mm-hmm. and we got past it. We're at 11 years now, just this past June, which was, yes, June ended yesterday. Yeah, it sure did. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, so we hit our 11 years, but that seven-year itch was like, it was a really, really tough time for us. I think that was a big pivotal part in our relationship too where it wasn't just that we were depressed as individuals like mentally depressed and then with everything going on in our surroundings our environment the people we were surrounded by and that really took a toll where were us. you guys during that time like what state we were california okay. at my dad's with his wife yeah there was definitely a lot of factors into that. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't just your, your like, you two. There were so many people around you guys. Yeah, no, my dad's wife was a little, she was a little cray-cray. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, you live and you learn. Yeah, definitely. I think it was tough, though, because my dad just wanted to help us out. He wanted us to, you know, be able to live comfortably and go to school and finish school and, you know, have and start our lives. But, like bringing in his wife around the same time as us, you know, moving in with my dad. She came from another country. She, you know, wasn't assimilated into American culture. So there was those differences. And then obviously the fact that she's nine years older than me and Cody, (laughs) that I think it felt like obviously she was never going to be like a mom to us, but it was like, I think she wanted to keep everything to just their little intimate little family mm-hmm. so she specifically told both my mom and my dad I'm gonna make it so hard for Alexis and Cody to live here that they're gonna leave oh yeah I <laughs> I'm sorry about that it's okay it is what it is you know like I did re- I did recently visit them so I can see what you mean family will always be family though there's just going to be different rules in each household and they're making sure that you guys weren't a part of it yeah yeah oh man i could go into rules a little bit later i'll tell you that on another time Um, it's kind of funny kind of funny story but yeah anyways we're back to relationships i honestly think i want to go into this honeymoon stage thing i watched a video earlier today actually and it was really interesting it was a guy talking about how um when you get comfortable in a relationship that's when triggers start happening that's when growth has to start happen happening Mm -hmm. and when you get comfortable with a person everybody drops their baggage this is who I am this is what I come with kind of thing Mm -hmm. and that becomes hard and a lot of times it's not just the other person having to face who you are it's you also having to face who you are and whether or not you're ready to heal right and so that's when it turns from rainbows and butterflies and everything's new and you don't want to bug each other and you know get each other upset to like okay now we're serious and now I'm comfortable to tell you all these things about me and I want to know about you and so a lot of people sometimes are afraid of that or they're not ready to heal from that and then so that's why they break up the relationship because they're striving for just staying in this honeymoon stage Man, maybe I'm the toxic one because I like to see the bad stuff first before the good stuff. <laughs> that sounds so horrible, but I'd rather get it out now 
and see how you react rather than having to figure it out later in the future. No, yeah. Because, like, time is such a... You just never know about time anymore. You know? Like, you can be gone tomorrow, really. No, yeah. That's why, honestly, I think, like, you know, keep the people that are there for you and love you for who you are close. Because you never know what's going to happen. Always, 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 always never stay mad. Right. Um, But, yeah, that whole trying to, like, jump and stay into, like, honeymoon stages, I think, honestly, that leads to on-and-off relationships and hookup culture. Because I have a theory... I mean, I could be wrong. It's just kind of my own observation that on and off relationships don't usually last because it's they're on when everything's perfect, sunshine's nice and dandy, and they're off when things get hard. And then they go and they kind of feel better now and they get together and everything's all happy-go-lucky again. And then the moment it starts getting serious, they're off again. Right. I honestly can't agree to that. I definitely can agree to that. I've definitely had some situations like that. Like, I didn't want the other person knowing that I wasn't doing so well. So, you know, I would stay to myself. But honestly, like, if you really wanted to be vulnerable with someone, you would definitely put your guard down and then let them know what's going on in your life. And it's either their decision whether or not they want to stay there or not. But I've had situations where I have let my guard down and then... It didn't really work out in my favor either. So, honestly, I don't know. Like, <laughs> hookup culture is just such a drag. I can't. I just don't understand it. Like, I get it. Like, cool, you're adding another person on your roster or another person on your your list. But, <laughs> like, is that really necessary? Like, how many, how many, like, with your body count, bro? Like, like really? just wanted to go higher and higher like well how where's the people that got it less like (laughs) i mean you could call me old-fashioned obviously i've been in one relationship and for the past 11 years it's the only relationship i've been in so like i kind of like i've always liked that idea like as a little girl like i'm gonna meet somebody and we're gonna be in love and we're gonna like you know make the relationship work and we'll get married one day and finish like you know going to school and doing like achieving all these little mini goals together you have to think about it though you being in love is a choice yeah it It really is a choice and half the time like relationships aren't just like 50 50 all the time they'll never be 50 50 there's sometimes there's gonna be 20 80 yeah. Sometimes 30, 70, 40, 40, 60, like. No, and that's absolutely okay, because, like, honestly, like, everybody has different strengths that they bring to a relationship or even to friendships or any kind of, you know, anything. Yeah, and, and then there's weaknesses, too, but those, when you know your weaknesses, that's something that you have to work on, and it's nice to have people around you, whether they're friends, family, your significant other, to be there to help you grow in that mm-hmm. aspect, because, I don't want to keep having that same continuous weakness when I feel like I just won't ever change. Because I feel like everyone changes, whether it be a day, whether it be a month, a year. Like, you can change any habit that you've ever done. And you can make that weakness into a strength. Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't think – I don't like to say the word change 
I'm, I like to use growth and growing because I think like no matter what, you're always growing, whether it's, you know, you learn a new weakness or you're working on your weaknesses because don't get me wrong. I think like, honestly, it is very hard for people to change who they are. You just have to grow the person that you are and grow those strengths and work on those weaknesses, but they'll always still be there because you always still have to always work on yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing with a relationship. You always have to be working at it because it's, it is a choice. It is a choice to be in one. It is a choice to love somebody. It is a choice to want to be with somebody and make things work. Mm -hmm. And I feel like people tend to forget that. They're just like, oh, well, I just wanted to enjoy her for a few months and then on to the next. Or enjoy him for the next few months and then on to the next. It's like, okay, well, that was superficial. What about something deeper? Like, can you have a deep conversation with someone? Can you talk about marriage? Can you talk about children? Do you just avoid that conversation? Like, what is it that you want in life? Do you only go, do you only base your life around your significant other? Or do you not have your own, like, life goals? So when you say about having deep conversations and deep relationships, I honestly think that social media and an addiction to technology is a big aspect of that so a lot of like new generation generation z even like late millennial like we grew up with a lot of technology and there's a lot of addiction mm -hmm. in technology and with that we're all our faces are always in a phone always mm -hmm. you know not paying attention to our surroundings and that takes away from being able to develop deep and personal relationships and friendships mm -hmm. and gen z struggles with that a lot and i think that's why hookup culture is such a huge thing because that's easier than getting deep with somebody well how can you really get to know somebody though without getting deep like how can you have friendships like do you only dislike certain things and then if you didn't like things or certain certain qualities of them you just drop them like a fly they do now nowadays they do I mean, like, us, our generation, maybe even, like, generations before us, like, we value relationships. We value deep and, you know, personable time with people. And now it's, I think, because, again, social media addiction to technology, that leads to cancel culture. It it allows that generation, Gen Z, to be able to drop people like flies. Exactly like how you said. Me and Cody got dropped like flies. I mean, I won't lie, though. I have moments where I needed to take a break from everyone. And I isolated myself for a long time. And then I come back to relationships. And whether or not they would want me back or not, I still do value those relationships that I did have. Even if they oh, were yeah. to not continue that friendship with me at least I can say like I still have a lot of love for them and I appreciate you and I know you're giving me space but you know like things happen like that too oh yeah friendships I've I have friendships that are not you know existent now but like you say I value them even till today and sometimes I'm that person where I wonder I'm like do you guys think about me as much as I think about you and like look back and value that time and value those experiences we had together and it's it's really sad honestly but I understand that you know sometimes friendships just don't or relationships don't 
collide. They don't. You know, they're not meant, they're only meant for a certain amount of time, and that's okay. But, you know, me as a person, now one of the friendships that I still value that isn't around anymore, I would consider that person still an acquaintance. And, but there's recent friendships that, you know, I still value that. They're very short lived friendships with me and Cody, and that's when I mentioned cancel culture, not even just cancel culture, but like just in general, like, being able to drop people like flies nowadays because they don't they don't take the time to develop deep relationships and right. I think they I think for them it's very hard to not to not be attached to toxicity mm. this new generation because it seems that like when people are genuine with them it's scary compared to retaining a toxic friendship or a toxic relationship but anything is toxic yeah. Everything is toxic, really. Like, it really just depends on your view on toxicity. Like, and not only that, addictions. There, there's so many things that could be addicted. You could be addicted to being hanging out with someone every single day. Or you could just be addicted to saying a certain word all the time. Like, there's just so many things that, like, people probably need to be conscious of, too. Not a lot of people want to be around a lot. Someone that swears a lot, or I don't know, you want to be hanging out with. I feel like. <laughs> so, what are your thoughts on like feminism and how that affects today's like relationships? Man, feminism. So I am in the beauty industry, and I love to give um, facials and like haircuts and. Eyelashes. Eyelashes. Yes, that's definitely. Follow her on Love Lisa. <laughs> on I on Instagram, guys. Yes, Instagram Love Lisa. If you want lashes. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> like I have a cousin who's very old school, and I asked him like, "Oh, you have um, I want to clean up your face. Like, let me give you a facial." And he was like, "No, I can't do that." And I was like, "Why?" And he was like, "That's not very." like alpha masculine? male yeah like it's not a ma- like an alpha male should do that like it's not a masculine thing to do and I'm looking at him and I was like I'm not doing anything crazy to you I'm just gonna clean your face like maybe you should enjoy it and see how it feels before you know putting that out there but you know you're judging before you even actually understand the concept of doing it and you're going to have to clean your face every day. You can't just use bar soap every day. I'm sorry. Like, that deteriorates your skin. Like I think men need to still pamper themselves, get a facial, get a pedicure, you know, get like, a massage. Stay clean. Like, take care of yourself. You know, that's, like, the best thing that you can do for when you're, like, getting older. Like, you know, relax a little more. Like, learn how to stop and smell the roses. I feel like a lot of people, especially masculines, just work day and night and forget to really just genuinely relax. Yeah. Do you feel like that affects... The I, guess, I, guess, um, I guess for you, you focus it on the masculine sense that it's like hard to dive into relationships because there's men out there that think like men have a certain role and women have a certain role. I think, like, for me, I have kind of, like, I get that, too. Um, For me, I have a problem with feminism and, like, new age feminism and how that affects. I think it makes it really, really, I think it makes a lot of regular day-to-day women, like, really bad. 
Okay, dive deeper. Dive deeper? <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, like, the women that are, like, um, that they look down on people that, you know, strive and they want to be mothers or they want to be stay-at-home moms or they want to find a man that's going to, like, cater, not just cater to them, but, like, be a family man and go to work and, like, make the money. Provide. Provide for them, provide stability, and they're going to provide a home. And it's just, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like a lot of people shit on that. Like, I personally love to work. I love to, like, have my own thing going on. But I also kind of have, like, a side thing where I'm, like, dude, like, one day I want to kind of, like, relax. Right. And just be taken care of. Right. And that's okay. I think nowadays people forget that, you know, like, women can be independent just like a man. And male or, like, men don't understand that sometimes. Because I know they want to provide, but women want to provide, too. You know, like they mm-hmm. want to, they want to basically help you with the load. Like it does get stressful, you know, and then that doesn't even include like your family history and like how they grew up and their upbringing. Like you're going to want to, you, you're going to want to live a really comfortable life. And then you're also going to want to help your family along the way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people, men and women forget that, but in order for you guys to grow together, you're you're gonna have to like work together yeah and there's different ways of working together and I think like with feminism there's a lot lot of women where they're like I don't need a man I don't need you know I can I get the whole like yeah you don't need a man you can still attain all these things yourself but wouldn't it be nice to have someone cook like a home-cooked meal for you or someone to like maybe just help you with a bill a bill or two like, dang, it would be so nice for me not to pay my phone bill right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> No, seriously. Like, you know how, like, nice it is sometimes? Like, the best feeling in the world is, like, coming home and cooking a meal together. Right. And doing those things together. That's quality time, though. A lot of people yeah. don't really get to spend a lot of quality time with someone. Either they, if they were to spend a lot of quality time together, it would probably be, like, maybe a weekend. And then they go back to work and then not communicate together. Like, dude. A relationship is a two-way street. You're gonna need to talk to each other. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh, communication is a huge thing. Yeah. A lot of people lack that. People don't like to talk every day. Like, okay, well, if you don't want to talk every day, or if you had such a stressful day, just let your significant other, I'm sorry, and I would love to talk to you, but right now I I would love to have my own space. And I think a lot of people tend to forget that. Like, it's okay to communicate that you just want to be left alone. And it won't hurt my feelings. Or it shouldn't hurt the other person's feelings. And if it does, is that really supposed to be your partner? Because they're supposed to understand you. And, like... There are some people that don't want to talk about anything at all. And it pens up. And it causes anger problems, stress, you know, eggshells, walking on eggshells. So I understand the whole, like, yes. If somebody needs to step back, get some space before they talk about something, that's okay. I also learned from a video too that was really nice was that like um what couples can try to implement when it comes to communication is if when somebody has something going on or they're frustrated or they had a bad day the other person being like do you need somebody to listen or do you need solutions right and that's a big thing I feel like when people hear that they're like oh well they don't really know how to respond to that. Yeah. Because I definitely have been asked that one time. 
Mm-hmm. And I, my answer was, I just want you to listen. Yeah, like, I, think, I think I think most people just want you to listen. I don't want you to tell I me think, anything right now. I have a problem with always trying to give a solution. <laughs> so I can I can definitely understand that point of view because I, man. But I appreciate like... I appreciate that 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 relationship though I won't lie I do appreciate him for that. No, that's really nice. I've that I've haven't heard it in like real life yet, so I'm trying to implement it now because I know that I'm that person where I'm like I can fix this, and it's like in reality it's like I don't want you, you to just, fix it. You just I need want to, to vent. vent. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, hey, like. And you're not wrong, but I definitely, yeah, I'm grateful for that because I feel like I've only been asked that once and it would have been nice to hear that more often. But majority of the time, I just, I just don't want to talk about it. I just want a hug. <laughs> <laughs> like, just give me a hug, please. I've had such a stressful day. Yeah, that's always nice. Yeah. A nice hug. <laughs> a big old hug. <laughs> Do you have anything else you have concerns about or you want to talk about or give advice to the people or ask for advice? Um So, because social media is such a big thing right now, guys, like do you think it's weird that you have to send someone photos every single day? Or would you just prefer to be with them every day? Send photos? Yeah. Like, some situations I've been in, they expect me to send a photo of myself every day. And I'm just like, can't we just FaceTime? Like, can we just make that easier? Like, that is so weird. I've never heard that. Send me a photo every single day. I understand if it's long distance, but, I mean, that's when I feel like you just kind of, like, message each other throughout the day, give little updates, and, like, FaceTime either first thing in the morning or at night before going to bed. Right. But, like, I don't know, sending a photo every single day, uh, that's too many selfies. (laughs) And I I get so stressed out by that because I'm like, okay, like, I don't really want to show you what I look like right now. Or, like, I mean, I'll send you a picture of my food today. Like, what more do you want from me? Why do I have to send a photo every day? Like is it that, just one photo a day, or is it like a like photo throughout, throughout the day? day? It's like throughout the day, and I'm looking at them like, dude, I is, guess this, maybe is they... this a Snapchat thing? Because like I cannot just, I I do not like I have Snapchat, but I do not use Snapchat like that. I'm the same. I think maybe they just want to feel like they're there, if they see like photos of what you're doing. That's the only thing I can think of. I don't know. That stresses me out. <laughs> what What is a... Because I know... I, I think it's interesting to get your perspective because you've all... Obviously, your longest relationship was the one that you had since, like, your teen years. And it was seven years long, which, you know, is a very long time. And then now you've got... You've become single for the past four years. Whereas for me... I got into a relationship in my teens, and I never left it. So I think we have different perspectives on things. 
Um, it's like you have had a long relationship. You're not that girl that was like, you know, just hookup culture and never serious about anything. Right. Um, honestly, like how has life changed for you? I'm very conscious about who I spend my time with or who I associate myself with now at this point. Like I really try to figure out if like any person, man or woman, like like what they like to do on their free time and like I would love to have a good time all the time, but I also would like to know like well, are you okay today? Are you emotionally fulfilled today? Like, are you mentally okay? Spiritually? And am I going off topic? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I just got into a trance. Like, okay, mentally, physically, spiritually, like, let's be zen. <laughs> right. And, like, I love to have a person feel good in my energy. And if, if my energy is off, for you or like bad vibes for you like obviously I like to also not be around someone when I'm off here's the thing I agree I think we all have to be okay with the fact that we're not for everybody like I know that as much as there's been friendships or people in my life that have like traumatized me or affected me in negative ways I know 100% I've had to affect others in negative ways too just being myself and that's okay. Like, nobody's perfect. I'm not going to go out there being like, I'm the nicest person in the whole world, or I'm the best friend anybody can have, or the best girlfriend anybody can have. Because I know, like, you know, sometimes who I am is not okay for other people. Right. Well, a lot of people have different interests, too. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like... Hmm. I feel like, honestly, I'm at this point where it's, like, it's okay to have different interests with your significant other. It's okay to have different interests, but it's also okay to come home together at night and then just talk about your day or, you know, because, like, your significant other is not going to want to do what you want to do all the time. Exactly. So it's okay to go out with your boys or go out with your girls and then they like to relax at home or, you know, like, go read a book or enjoy a picnic and then, like, oh, me and the boys are going bowling or something. I don't know. Like, it's okay to do that. Not everyone wants to go bowling with you or... Or go out all the time. I'm the homebody. Cody is definitely the social butterfly. I could be both. (laughs) I can honestly be both. I love to sit down or sit down and read a book, whether in my bed or at the park, because, like, it's just so freeing to me. And sometimes I like to be on the boat, you know, partying. So (laughs) I I just know in between there. You know, I envy that. I envy that you can be bold because I feel like I'm such a boring person. And I I honestly, it comes down to just how I was raised. Like, I was so, like, secluded from everything and everybody because I wasn't even raised around family members, too, that I just feel like I just turned into, like, this boring person that doesn't know how to have fun. Like, I, I have fun watching other people have fun. Oh, so you're one of those people that look on Instagram stories, on everyone's Instagram stories, seeing what they're up to. I could go out, but I just, I will, I will watch everybody have fun. Oh, you're a people watcher. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm the like code, go have fun, go do what you want, go drink. I'll, I'm DD, and like, you know, Ashley's over there partying and wanting to fucking dance all the time. And she's always trying to make me dance, and I'm like, no, don't touch me. <laughs> it's like, no, I don't want nobody looking at me. <laughs> I mean, whatever sparks your interest, like, if that makes you happy, then okay, do what makes you happy. You're still- I think it makes me happy to see other people enjoying and having fun. But don't. But are you feeling happy? I am like, are you happy feeling? Though. Are you feeling it? Though? I like the company. I like being around people. I I don't like to have to talk consistently, and I don't like to dance. I don't like to drink. I don't like to like go crazy and like let loose in that way. Oh, you're just an analyzer. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's. I think that's why I'm able to like read people really well, though. She's all. She's a wallflower, you guys. <laughs> I'm just stuck to the wall. A fly on the wall? Yeah, no, a wallflower. <laughs> just there sitting pretty watching everyone. You're like one, you know, in high school dances or middle school dances, like people were just standing around while everyone else was just dancing. I was that one, standing on the side. <laughs> you know, I did go to a middle school dance and I did dance. I did like the, what is it called? It was like left foot, right foot, and like turn it back now, y'all. Oh, <laughs> I can't even tell you. I don't you. know what that song is. I know the song, but I definitely don't know the name of it. I apologize. But I did that in middle school. I went to one high school dance, and I think they played that song again. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I only danced to that song. Because it tells you what to do, so I know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think now, because hookup culture is so huge, too. Sorry, going back. Yes. Um, right. Not one person can fulfill all your needs. And I think that's why hookup culture is so huge. I think it's too much to ask that one person fill all your needs. I think you also have to fulfill your needs. I don't think... I think, honestly, obviously, stay loyal to your person. It's okay if they don't fit every single checkbox that you have. You have to make compromises because you don't fit every single one of their boxes that they have. Well, I mean. There's some things that you have to do for yourself. What's that one term, poly, polyamorous? Polyamory, yeah. Oh, did I say it wrong? It's oh. the same thing, polyamorous, polyamory. That's huge nowadays. They're having one partner or having multiple partners. Uh, there's polygamy and there's polyamory. So polygamy is the one where it's always one male with many wives, but each relationship is separate. And then polyamory is a relationship with everybody in that group. Oh, so that's still huge though right now. Yeah. I cannot see myself doing that. (laughs) I think it takes a very special person to do that and I'm not against it I just think you know I'm just like I'm very curious about it like I'm like wow like how does that how does that work for you how how do you feel for both of these people do you think the other your other partners do get insecure because but oh, then yeah. again it's like oh well I want to spend time with her but at the end of the day I'll probably you know go home to you no that's polygamy I'm getting confused. Yeah, so polygamy is very, like, you have a separate relationship with each of these people. 
you can have separate families with them, but they don't usually mesh together. Like, they'll still kind of do things together or maybe work together, but they're in separate homes usually, separate areas, right? and they separate their family duties. Okay. But for polyamory, it's as if, like, That's the one you, that has multiple wives? No, poly... Polygamy is multiple wives. Polyamory is... To me, I find it to be still kind of similar in the sense that it's usually one guy and two girls. It's very rarely two guys and one girl. I've seen one video where it was two guys and one girl. I've seen a video of a woman having three husbands. Yeah, it's just not as common. You know what I mean? Because women tend to be more, I guess, like, willing to share, but also, like, expected to be okay to share. But men are never expected of that. So that's why I feel like polyamory is not too far off of polygamy but they do include each other in the relationship as a whole so it's usually it could be a wife and a girlfriend but the wife is also girlfriends with the girlfriend right so it's like it's very much shared oh gotcha intimate together all the time yeah i don't think i could possibly do that Oh, I couldn't either. I've tried. I've just watched videos on it because I was like, I like to do my research and I like well, to see curious. how other people's minds are. Well, you're curious. I mean, I won't lie to you. I do have, I'm not saying I have multiple relationships with men, but just in general, it's just like friendships. You have multiple friendships and each friendship gives you different quali- like qualities and different like things. Mm-hmm. You learn different things with all your friends. So one friend you can be super crazy and rambunctious with, and then one friend you can just be quiet and chill and relax. Sometimes you can do both. But, you know, there are certain qualities of that friend that you're like, well, you know, I want to spend time with her relaxing. Or, oh, I want to spend time with her and going out. The same thing. Agreed. So was it hard for you when you obviously went from long-term relationship to having to find out who you were without all that? Oh my god, I had such a difficult time. I was traveling so much. It's the last, those, right after I got out of my seven-year relationship, I traveled for about two, two, three years, and I learned a lot about myself. I do enjoy my alone time for sure, but Honestly, now that I've been single for four years, I definitely would love someone to enjoy some of the hobbies that I do because it does get lonely and I'm not looking for a relationship because I'm lonely. More of, I'm look, like, I would love to have a relationship because I just want to share my life with someone now. Yeah. That makes sense. No, that 100% makes sense. I think that's beautiful. Um, do you... Have any advice for what you think when people ask? Because I get this question a lot when people are like, oh, how long have you guys been dating? We're like, oh, 11 years. Oh, my gosh. What the heck? Like, how? How do, how do you stay together? What's your advice for people? My advice is to always communicate with your significant other if you're going to stay in a long-term relationship. But if you've been single, I won't lie to you, it does get really hard because it's really a healing journey for yourself and you're honestly learning about yourself and what you're able to 
control and not controlling different people and like it's not even about control honestly it's about really like understanding yourself and what type of boundaries you're willing to have and be around because I think people don't really understand boundaries or people pleasing or any of those things like you just have to really like understand what you're willing to settle for that's my advice just you know enjoy yourself enjoy people get to know them definitely be friends with someone first before getting intimate with them because intimacy only lasts for so long or sexual relationships and just like how they look only last for so long because your looks aren't gonna last forever I like that you said be friends with somebody first and get to know them in that aspect. I agree with that because honestly, like, what makes me and Cody work is, like, not just being together, but we're, Cody's my best friend. We know the most about each other. We're consistently, you know, having fun together and all that stuff. And we like, we enjoy each other's time and company. And we're always laughing together make fun of each other, but you also <laughs> have fun. know, you also know what ticks them off. Yes, that's true, too. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, my advice is support one another in your goals, your dreams, whether that's your personal goals, individual goals, obviously, and your goals as a couple together. Make fun, but stay humble, and make plans. Make plans for now, little dates here and there and make plans for your future just you know even if it was a long distance relationship just make sure there's a lot of communication along the lines with that because a lot of people just tend to avoid or just ignore the other person Mm -hmm. oh and learn each other's love language yes that's a big one what's that book called i think it's like the seven was it five five or seven love language i I don't know. Take a test. Learn each other's love language because sometimes we get upset because we want love a certain way, but that's not how our significant other gives love and they want to receive love in their way. And I think people struggle with like you give love in the way that you want to receive it, but you have to learn how the other person wants to receive their love. Yeah, that's true. Did you ever take that test? Yeah, I did. What's your love language? I think it's more of acts of service and quality time. I honestly am not going to lie. I think it's all of them, but the main two ones I would say would be acts of service and quality time. I love to spend time with people, and I love to have deep conversations with just, like, one or two people. That's what makes a good relationship. Mine was, uh, number one was quality time. Yeah. I mean, that's how you really get to learn somebody. Even if you don't even have to sit, like, you don't even have to talk. Yeah. No, that's my favorite thing is just sit next to each other and do our own things. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, you're just, you're just, you're at the comfort of someone being around you. That's, that's really nice. <laughs> well, uh-huh. guys, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Lisa, for joining me on this podcast finally. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Of course. If you guys have any more questions... And or any, you know, things that you just want us to talk about, whether it's me and Lisa, because I know me and Lisa do kind of different topics than obviously what me and Ashley would do. 
So, yeah, we got some interesting things coming up that I think you guys will like. Toodaloo! At Lovely Lisa, if you want lashes. It was wrong. <laughs> it's wrong? It was Love Lisa, but... Love Lisa, sorry. At Love Lisa.